Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Pablo Machin, coach Girona. This is La Liga Lowdown. And hello there, I'm David Garrido. And yes, indeed, I guess the word is out now. We have another exclusive interview here on La Liga Lowdown, this time with the Girona head coach, Pablo Machin, coming up later this week. Oh, yes, more on that to come. And also on the way in this mini pod. Barcelona fight back from two goals down at Sevilla with three minutes to go. Real Madrid win three and easy at Las Palmas, while Atletico do enough against Deportivo. Ewan casts his expert eye over the capital sides. Real Madrid were efficient and got a 3-0 win, so they're in good shape. Their confidence is high. As for Atletico, they had just 12 senior players available. That's fewer real-life senior players than most of us have in their World Cup sticker books. Imanol Alguacil starts his reign at Real Sociedad with a goalless draw at Eibar. Alex assesses. The most interesting difference was the formation. Imanol went 4-2-3-1 with Odriozola further forward on the right side of the three, with Daritz behind him, while Oyarzabal took more of a central role behind Villar Jose. Villarreal suffer a shock defeat at Malaga. Here's Paco. Many believe they could be the Champions League contenders in La Liga but their unreliability has proven too big of a hurdle to overcome. Even a Europa League spot next season is in danger if they don't bounce back from their current slump. Girona are still going for Europa League, plus we'll play you a snippet of our chat with Pablo Machin and we'll have your three-word verdict. Top Story Well, we simply have to start with the partidazo of the weekend, the key game. And it lived up to the hype. Barcelona fighting back from 2-0 down with Luis Suarez scoring in the 88th minute and Lionel Messi in the 89th to draw 2-2 at Sevilla and preserve their unbeaten league record. 37 La Liga matches and counting, just one away from the all-time Spanish top division record held by Real Sociedad from 1979 and 1980. Ironically, the last time that Barca scored two goals that late in a game to change the outcome was also at the Sanchez Pizjuan in September 2012 when Cesc Fabregas and David Villa helped turn a 2-1 deficit into a 3-2 win. Maybe Sevilla should have expected it. They've been made to suffer by Messi before and even with an injury niggle, the Argentine now has insane numbers against them. 30 competitive goals, 24 in La Liga, which makes them his favourite opponent. Not that this performance wasn't without its faults for the visitors. Gerard Piquet had a bad day. Ernesto Valverde admitted that Barcelona struggled to contain Sevilla's counter-attacks and that it hadn't happened before this season, but that it's useful intel for when they meet again in less than three weeks' time in the Copa del Rey final. 
Before then, it's Roma who come to the Camp Nou on Wednesday in their Champions League quarter-final first leg. And surely Barca won't be as off-colour as they continue to pursue El Triplete, the treble. Now, as far as La Liga is concerned, Barca's lead at the top of the table is still a very healthy nine points after Atletico Madrid beat Deportivo La Coruña 1-0 in the Sunday night game. A Kevin Gamero penalty settled it in the absence of the suspended Antoine Griezmann and Vitolo, while Diego Costa didn't start. Right back, Carlos Isaac made his debut at the age of 19 and Atleti just about got through it as Depor missed their chances, but it was at least an improved showing from Clarence Seidoff's side compared to recent performances. Meanwhile, Real Madrid didn't take Cristiano Ronaldo or a whole host of others, in fact, Tudas Palmas for a bit of early spring sunshine, but it mattered little. A 4-4-2 with Bale and Benzema up front and both scored, both from penalties too, in a 3-0 victory. And Bale's opener was a flashback to his earlier years with Los Blancos, beating the offside trap with Alex Galvez pushed up very high. But the Welshman bided his time, picked his moment and fired home emphatically to get into double figures in La Liga this season. Jürgen McTair is based in the Spanish capital for La Liga lowdown and he's been looking at the capital sides. So there's a big week ahead for the two Madrid clubs as Real Madrid travel to play Juventus and as Atletico host sport in Lisbon. First, let's look at Real Madrid, who had to make the round trip of almost 4,000 kilometres to Las Palmas. Not everyone made that journey though, as Marcelo Antonio Cruz were arrested, Danny Carvajal was suspended, and Isco Sergio Ramos and Cristiano Ronaldo were left behind because of very slight knocks, but ones which shouldn't keep them out against Juve. With a team mostly made up of backups, Real Madrid were efficient, so they're in good shape, their confidence is high, and several starters got a rest. Nacho did pick up an injury, but he wouldn't have been likely to start against Juventus anyway. As for Atletico, oh man, they had such a thin squad. They had just 12 senior players available because of suspensions and injuries. That's fewer real-life senior players than most of us have in our World Cup sticker books. They'll be back to something resembling full strength when they host Sporting. Thank you, Ewan. We will see how both Madrid sides fare in their respective European ties this week. And then, of course, it is the big one, the Madrid derby on Sunday. Now, Valencia won't let Madrid have third place without a fight. Another victory, this time 1-0 at Leganes, means that they stay on the champions' coattails and they are matching them stride for stride right now. The perseverance of Jeffrey Condogbia, the awareness of Dani Parejo, the clinical finishing of Rodrigo, it is what Valencia were earlier this season and what they've returned to now with the run-in approaching. It was Rodrigo's sixth goal in five games for club and country and a seventh win in eight for Los Che. They are the form team in La Liga with a 15-point cushion over fifth place now. European contenders. With Sevilla losing, could Villarreal profit and extend their advantage over the sixth place team? Well, the answer is no, after one of the perhaps surprising results of match day 30, as the yellow submarine went down to a 1-0 defeat at bottom side Malaga, courtesy of a Chori Castro penalty after Diego Roland twisted, turned and was brought down in the box. And remember that Villarreal came back to beat Atletico Madrid before the international break. At La Liga Lowdown's Paco Pollitt is our man in the Valencian community, so what is going on with Villarreal, Paco? How come they're so erratic? Actually, there are a number of reasons to explain it, David. Just remember that Javi Calleja wasn't the manager appointed at the beginning of this season. It was Fran Escrivá who got the boot in September. Villarreal have faced many challenges to date, losing their captain Bruno Soriano for the whole year due to his knee problems, an offer impossible to refuse by Federic Pacambo in January, selling their best striker to the Chinese league. All the drama surrounding Ruben Semedo, the fullback who is currently in prison after threatening, kidnapping and pointing a gun at a citizen two months ago. That's quite a lot of drama for a club who used to work silently and efficiently. 
after getting knocked out of Europa League, many believe they could be the Champions League contenders in La Liga, but their unreliability has proven too big of a hurdle to overcome. Even a Europa League spot next season is in danger if they don't bounce back from their current slump. Cheers, Paco. Well, Girona are still seventh, having been held to a one-all draw by Levante in the Saturday lunchtime game. Alex Galanese's opener was a superb strike from distance, only for the home defence to get caught out by the run of Jose Luis Morales, who equalised for the visitors. The first goal Girona had conceded at Montilivi in 608 minutes. Boss Pablo Machin admitted that Levante were one of the best sides who come to their ground and says the point they got put their season in context. They are two points above Rabetis ahead of their Monday night game at Getafe. Diego Lorin is our man in Catalonia. And by the way, Diego has spoken to Pablo Machin. We discuss his reign at Girona, the highs and lows so far. And Pablo also talks to us about his future. It will be on our YouTube channel in two parts. First part on Wednesday, second part on Thursday. So subscribe now and enable those notifications so you don't miss out. Our custom URL is youtube.com forward slash C forward slash La Liga Lowdown or simply search for La Liga Lowdown. Here is a taster. Sin duda. Without doubt, one of the key special moments of the season was the home win over Real Madrid. What was the key to getting that result? I honestly think it was about taking to the pitch, believing we could beat the European champions. At no time did we come out with any kind of inferiority complex. Perhaps we had a very good day and perhaps Madrid didn't give us the respect that they should have. And maybe it helped us, in inverted commas, that they scored first, because maybe they thought this is going to be easier than we thought. We stuck to our plan and did it superbly well. And when a team, however good they are, don't come into a game at 100%, it's then difficult to change that and be at the top of their game. Because after that, we wouldn't let them be and we played the perfect match. And I think that of all the games that Madrid have lost, except maybe against Barcelona, the game in which they were the most outplayed, from my point of view, was against Girona. And for that reason, we will always remember it. Now, Celta Vigo added another point to their tally to keep themselves in Europa League contention by scoring late to deny Athletic Club all three points at Samames. A Bryce Mendes converted their only really decent chance of the game in the 90th minute after Unai Nunez has scored his first goal for Athletic, Raul Garcia having hit the post. The hosts had other chances and really should have put this game to bed and the 1-1 draw does little for Kukuziganda's chances of keeping his job. And meanwhile, another man is fresh into post just to the east of Bilbao in San Sebastián. Imanol Alguacil is the replacement for El Sevio at Real Sociedad and his first match in charge ended in a not-too-spectacular 0-0 draw at Eibar, a game in which both teams had good opportunities to win it but neither could convert them. Alex Johnson is La Liga Lowdown's lady in the north of Spain. So Alex, did you notice much different about how La Real set themselves up under Imanol? Well, definitely. There were a few changes in the lineup, with Aritz Elustando, Jamni and Llorentel coming in, but the most interesting difference was the formation. Imanol went 4-2-3-1 with Odriozola further forward on the right side of the three, with Aritz behind him, while Oyarzabal took more of a central role behind Rian Jose, and Resubio tended to play 4-3-3, with Odriozola as a very offensive fullback, and La Real would end up conceding a lot of goals. 
Now you try to shore it up more at the back while still managing to use Odrio Sola in an attacking sense. So it's different, that's for sure. And what about Imanol? What can you tell us about him and his background? So, well, he's an ex-player. He spent the majority of his career at La Real. He's also had his entire coaching career at the club, successfully coaching several youth teams and most recently the B team that is currently looking very good for promotion to Gunda. On the training ground, Emmanuel demands a lot from his players, but he likes good football. He wants to have possession and simply enjoy the ball. But don't expect Guardiola-style football here. In comparison to Subio, he's actually a bit more defensively minded and wants his team to press high. He doesn't want to give his opponent a single second to rest. Cheers, Alex. Well, Espanyol against Alaves finished as a nil-nil draw and really not much to be said about it. Abelardo was pleased because Alaves had improved defensively after three straight defeats, but things aren't so rosy at Espanyol. Still, Kike Sanchez-Flores said that although the fans aren't happy, he and his players are calm. And then there's the Paulo Lopez situation. His contract is up in June. He won't be renewing at the Ercedea Stadium. He says that he'll explain all at the end of the season. Not an ideal situation, especially when your dad has waded into it as well. Espanyol are 13th, Alaves 16th. Relegation battle. Well, things haven't changed too much, really, at the sharp end. Malaga's first win in 112 days means that they are now 11 points from safety. Deportivo 8, Las Palmas 7. But next weekend will be huge. On Friday night, Deportivo host Malaga knowing that if Clarence Seidorf doesn't get his first win as head coach, they're probably down, especially if fourth bottom Levante win at home to Las Palmas on Sunday lunchtime. Then the scrap to avoid the drop is basically decided, barring the most unbelievable of Houdiniacs. Four teams playing each other, two massive games. Time for your three-word verdicts, which you've sent to us on Twitter. Thanks very much for those. Girona UK were the first to reply. Alex Granel Golasso is their three-word verdict. Yeah, it really was. What a strike. Left boot outside of the area. Uh, another messy masterclass, says Jack Sanders. But uh, Paco Pollitt, our very own Paco, says Messi is unfair. Uh, yeah, two different points of view there. And then we've got one from Paul Odegaard, which is actually about Segunda. Baraja conquers all. Uh, Ruben Baraja is the current head coach of Sporting Gijón, who are top, but there is a three-way tie for top spot in terms of points in Segunda. And there are 12 teams who could all finish in the playoff places. It's going to be a bun fight, that's for sure. Uh, let's leave the last words to La Liga Gav. La Liga rules. Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> Now, before we go, it is a busy week ahead for us. So quick words on our content coming up and where you can find it. On YouTube, 60 Second Standoff tomorrow is Ewan and me debating something to do with Real Madrid. That's all I'll say. And then we've got our Pablo Machin interview split over two parts on Wednesday and Thursday. Plus, there'll be more Partidazo predictions on Friday. Alex was bang on this week with her 2-2 forecast for Sevilla against Barcelona. So get involved, have a go, and don't forget to subscribe. On Twitter, we've got our poll on Wednesday, our emoji challenge on Thursday, and we're launching another little feature on Saturday. So plenty for you there. Find us, follow us, and chat to us. We are at La Liga Lowdown. Our website is live, where all of our content is in one place www.laligalowdown.com and if you like this mini pod give us a five star rating and tell your friends that's your La Liga Lowdown see you next time Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter it's innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 